Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now on Tuesday, the PGA Tour agreed to merge with the with rival Live Golf, which is backed by the Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund, in a move that surprised almost everybody. So what does this merger mean for the sport of golf, and more importantly, the business of golf? I'm delighted to be joined this morning by Ian Mallon. He's a sports business columnist and reporter. And Roddy Carr is a former Irish international golfer. Ian, we might start with you. Um, This is big news. It's made general news as well as uh, sporting news. But it's it's taken a lot of people by surprise. but is this effectively uh, inviting the wolf into the hen house, as somebody said about this? Uh, what do you think? Well, it's <clears throat> the old adage, Bobby, keep your enemies close. Uh, I mean, for the PGA, it's an extraordinary uh, it's an extraordinary week for the live tour. I think the real victors here is Saudi Arabia. Uh, but for me, the two most fascinating aspects of the story uh, in what has been an incredible tale about money, power, loyalty and duplicity is um, really what Rory knew about it and what Rory McIlroy knew about this deal. And as you know, Rory has been at the forefront in defence of the PGA Tour for the last 18 months. Uh, and um, I suspect that Rory probably knew a lot more than is being is, is, is being let on. And Am I right in saying, Ian, that Rory is on the board that will have to approve this said deal? Because the deal isn't done, but it will have to be approved by the PG, PGA uh, board of which he's a member. That's correct, uh, Bobby. I spoke to the PGA last night about this. Uh, so the first point I spoke with them was to find out more about the governance around this move and what Rory knew uh, by Commissioner Jay Monaghan and Board Vice Chair Jimmy Dunn. Now, what is most interesting is that the board of the PGA Tour, as you say, and its Tour Policy Board includes Rory as Chair of, uh, and Policy Advisor uh, on the Policy Advisory part of that board. And my question to the PGA Tour was whether constitutionally the board followed the appropriate guidelines for such an agreement to be, to be negotiated and to take place without the corporate oversight of the full board's representatives. Uh, in other words, was the board fully aware of, of the work going on with the Saudi Arabia PIP fund and did it have the full backing of the board? And what the PGA told me, PGA Tour told me last night, yes, it had the full support of the board on the framework agreement. And they're calling it a framework agreement for now because no deals have been done per <clears> se. <throat> now, this leads to two possibilities, Bobby. One uh, is what, what Rory knew about negotiations, which were going on since April, as we now know, with the Saudis. <clears throat> or if the other alternative is that the PGA board... PGA Tour board not inform its policy members of what was going on. So both alternatives are fascinating. And when I asked the PGA Tour if the correct level of governance oversight was constituted around this primary agreement, uh, i.e. did it have the full oversight of the board, it said the framework agreement was done within the bounds of our governance. Yes. Now, why is that important? I think as chair of the advisory council, Rory uh, does not get a vote on on the board. But the pack must be informed around all aspects of the business, which affects the tour, including okay. broadcast image rights. Okay, let's leave that for a moment. Uh, I, I assume that people who've stood out uh, and been very highly vocal and resisted the temptation uh, to join the Live Group, Rory included, are they going to be compensated now? Because it seems like a victory for Live and maybe not such a victory for the PGA. 
Well, they'll have to be compensated, particularly the high-profile players and the more vulnerable ones are the ones down the ladder, of course. But the likes of Rory McIlroy and, and other players who resisted, Justin Thomas, who resisted the urge to join Liv, uh, leaving behind, or in Rory's case, leaving a $500, $500 million on the table. How will, he, how will they compensate him for that? I personally think, and I've done a little bit around this before, that he will be compensated through the PGA Tour's Player Impact Programme. That's a programme they do every at the end of every uh, season where the most high-profile players are assessed based on a number of different analyses and okay. social media, broadcasts, etc. Rory got $12 million for that last December. I suspect that that fund will grow hugely okay. in the next few months. Let's bring in Roddy Carr, former international uh, Irish international golfer. Roddy, good to talk to you again. How are you? Very well, Bobby. Thank you. Very well. Thanks for joining us. Would this be, as somebody who's you know, knows the world of golf intimately, Roddy. This is follow the money here. This is a business decision. And does everybody win or does anybody lose? Yeah, I mean, I think, Bobby, you have to you have to step back here. I, personally, my opinion is it's a win-win here. You, you have a situation where neither side uh, was working very well. You had the American tour which, you know, as a $700 million deal with TV, they're not, you know, they're missing 10 of 10 big name players. You know, they've got 200 million in legal fees coming down the tracks and they've had to increase 20 tournaments by 10 million. That's another 200 million. Um, so there's a lot of money there. So were the P- are the PGA, not- uh, Porrick Harrington seemed to think the PGA might be in some sort of financial trouble. Would you agree with that? No, I wouldn't, but I, I think they would know that you're up against a fund of 720 billion, you know, um, and you can't actually win against them, um, you know, at the end of the day. But on the other hand, you have, you know, you have the Live Golf, Yasser, who I know personally, having brought Jack Nicholas to meet with him, uh, or bringing him to meet with Jack Nicholas, um, that they really started Live Golf, and that wasn't delivering for them. You know, they had no more than 100,000 viewers, they put 2 billion into it. You know, it wasn't really working and it wasn't going to be a win for them. And then all of a sudden you have, you know, a legal case goes against them in in uh, UK and then the American government then starts to look for, declare, you know, declaring of documents from, from the PIF fund. So it was a very smart move, from my opinion, uh, really, that uh, Jimmy Dunn uh, really went and listened to what they had to say and see if there was anywhere here where they could find a win-win. And I look at this... Ten years down the road, taking up, taking away all of the personal stuff and you know uh, from the players, and that uh, ten years down the road, this would be one of the great moves, uh, you know, in golf. The, the what, Irish what Times, Roddy. Sorry to cut across you, but the Irish Times are talking in a piece today about sports washing that the PIF has intr- infiltrated golf. It's a further sign of an intent to buy its way into the pro- into professional sport. Uh, Saudi Arabia have hosted Formula One. Uh, they, they own Newcastle United. So, like, so does somebody in Newcastle care who owns the team if they're out every? Well, that's every, the point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're into Formula One. Yeah, they've invested in Boeing and in, in, in Uber. They've got horse racing in Australia. And um, to be honest with you, I think they wanted a seat at the table. I think what's fascinating for me, really, looking at the at the chess game here is whether the live play was really to get a seat at the table. And now that they have a seat at the table, I think that they will allow the powers that be and control will be vested with the PGA Tour 
to take the game forward. Okay. And I think it'll be it'll be very positive. Okay, well, we'll have to leave it there. Big thanks to Ian Mallon, sports business columnist, and Roddy Carr, former Irish international. Down to business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk.